Good afternoon, folks. This is Kimberly Jessica reporting in live today from Hollywood, California. And as you guys are aware, I always love interviewing people that are doing amazing things in the lives of others. Of course, we do our celebrity interviews, but there are some celebrities out there that, you know, people don't know much about and they need to know about. So today I'm really excited to be interviewing a gentleman that owns the Performing Arts for Life and Education Foundation. It's called, for short, Taylist, which seeks to empower youth and undeserved communities through exposure to a variety of performing arts disciplines. Their programs and services target youth and young adults between the ages of 14 and 25 and specifically serve residents of council districts 8, 9, and 10. Payless was started back in 1994 by none other than Mr. Charles Douglas, who's on the line with us. Mr. Charles Douglas, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Living in color. <laughs> yes, Yay! I'm here. Oh, and yes. see, we are so right glad. Here. Yes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, I love you. So, oh, we love you too, Charles. So tell us, Charles, what? inspired you back in the days of 1994? I clearly remember what I was doing. I was down in Georgia having a good time with family. What <laughs> yes, inspired yes. you to start this foundation? You, 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 you go way back. This is, this is phenomenal but, but, to say it, to but, say the least. What inspired you to start this? Well, it's extremely personal to me. I was a young boy born in the streets of Philadelphia, and um, when I was about 12, 13 years old, a young lady came from, an older woman, about 63 years old, came from England to teach us acting. It was called um, the Human Renewal Program, Urban Renewal Program. So I was very impressed with her work in theater and acting. I got to travel all over the city, Eastern Seaboard, and I eventually I did Broadway shows myself based on what she taught me. So when I came into Los Angeles, I saw the kids had nothing like that for them. And I said, well, you know, maybe I can – Start a company to get them the same thing, exposure, access to theater and Shakespeare performing arts and use their talents, you know, the rapping. So I was inspired by the kids I saw here to do the same thing I did. That's how Taylor was born, actually. Out of the need for South Carolina to have these kids doing something very creative and good and very exciting and very educational for them. Wow. Wow. Well, it looks like, it, it, from what I'm understanding, it's the hallmark introduction to musical theater. Yes, yes. So tell us, what are some of the things that you guys have done throughout this 22 years? I mean, people have been born, died, came into life, and, you know, <laughs> yes, like, yes. there's so much that has happened since then. Well, besides simple self-esteem building for over 500 youth in these years, we've done what we call Funkified Shakespeare. Tell us about the Funkified. Tell us about that. Funkified Shakespeare. That's our cornerstone. We take Shakespeare shows. Tell us about Funkified Shakespeare. That's, that's yes, amazing. What a yes, brand. yes. yes. <laughs> well, for example, Miss Sunlight Dream is a very famous Shakespeare play, one of his first plays. We call it Miss Sunlight Scream. And the kids do the rapping and singing like they kiss in the, you know, hood type of thing. We did um, Much Do About Nothing called Much Do About Who Do Who, said in New Orleans 1962. Another piece called As You Like It, who turned to As They Like It, the clown musical. And it's very, all the actors are clowns in the show, and the kids get to sing, rap, learn Ringling Brothers uh, uh, specifics for clowning and things, and little educational things as far as clowns are concerned. And so we make the musical, the kids, urbanized musical, the kids relate to. Oh, you're kind of like the guy from The Wiz, basically. Uh, yes, I did that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
I actually did the Wiz, you know, on Broadway understudy and did on the road for 100, 325 performances. That was Mr. Knight. Wow, that's amazing. So basically when people want to think about your programs, you basically do for Shakespeare what uh, Dorothy and Michael Jack I mean, what Diana Ross and Michael Jackson did for um, for the, the for the Wizard of Oz. You ain't never lied. <laughs> I love correct. it. So you basically urbanize <laughs> it and 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 turn it into something that the kids in the urban communities can relate to. Yes, yes, yes. All the way from backstage to onstage to their parents and people in the audience, the urban urban people in the audience watching the show as well, enjoying it. They're relating to it, you know. Well, so uh, now you've been doing that, but those, those three programs, well, the, the Functified Shakespeare Musical Trilogy, Midnight Summer Sun, the Midsummer Night Sun, Much to Do About Who Who Do Who, and then, so you've been doing those four pieces for the last 24 years. It's not quite, almost, almost eight, eight and eight, but it's like this. The first few years we did the one piece, Midsummer Night Stream, that was the first piece. The next section, like maybe the next eight years, so the next few years we did another piece, which was Much Ado. Then these last few years have been doing it as they like it, and we decided it was all so successful and do it as a trilogy now. Put them all together, do like a weekend of shows, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Two shows oh, each wow. day. We shooting for that 2017 at the Barnes Hall Theater. So now, is this, are these free shows that they put on, or are people able to purchase tickets? How does that work? They, they'll buy tickets at the Barnsdorf Theater, yes, to these events. We're funding, we have a little grant to do those projects next season, next season probably next September. We'll do it at Barnes Dog Theater in Hollywood. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's what we get. We look for sponsorship for that particular event, you know. That's amazing. Now, how would a kid be able to get involved in your program, Charles? Go to the website, payleth.org. They can call us. And, of course, our regular payleth number, you know, you have that number, right? 213-359-4500. Get all the information for our programs. Well, what are the qualifications? What are the qualifications? Can you share that with us? First thing, interested in the theater department, either backstage and on stage, theater, live theater, movies and television, doing videotapes, things like that. All aspects of the entertainment industry, we're involved with that with the kids. So that's their first interest. Then we build them from there. Wow. Now, you have a very healthy um, relationship within your community. Where is uh, you? You also, you also have a, a a program that's coming up um, that's going to be next weekend. Yeah. Um, basically, yeah. Can can you tell us about the program that's coming up next weekend? It's basically a fair for the yes. event. Can you share with yes. that that with everybody yes. that's involved with that? Yes, yes, yes. Pat Tapalooza, P like and Paul, A Apple, T Pat. A palooza is a take on the term uh palooza, but is a pack means of preparing the teachers for tomorrow is a grant we got from the California Community Foundation. There are fifty two of us showing our wares as it were at Southwest College next Saturday, the twenty ninth of October from like say ten AM till three PM with all of the nonprofits today doing different things from um acting to little dance theater, you know, to um, I think you're going to have um, Debbie Allen's going to be there and um place called Home. Different organizations wow. that have been developed pets for five years have been showing their wares, as it were. And we're ha- we have a booth. We're showing some of our work for the past few years we did the payload. Specifically, we're showing the kids from this last summer the work of Shakespeare. Wow. 
Wow, that's amazing. Now, have you ever partnered with any celebrities for any of your programs, Charles? Oh, yes. Well, our board members are quote-unquote celebrities. Of course, I, um, Starlet Dupois is one of our board members right now. And Deborah Sharp Taylor, her husband, certainly uh, in Simpsons on television for a long time. And I've worked with um, Lauren Bacall personally, and I've had different organizations support us for star base type of thing. Debbie oh, Allen. Lauren Bacall, uh, um, Humphrey Bogart's wife? Yes, we worked together years ago before she passed, and she supported us with funding to she gave us some you know checks to support Taylor because like we did she went to all my parties too. <laughs> so that was very interesting. Oh, what was it like working she with Lauren Bacall? Wonderful. We call her Betty, of course. Wonderful, 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 wonderful lady. Just so, so earthy, so natural. Just a natural person. All that, you know. Just oh, we had a great time. We just love. Oh, she's family. what you call classical golden years so Hollywood yeah. royalty. Yeah, yeah. She was so cool. She loved her husband, Humphrey Broker. Yeah. And he loved, loved her too. Dearly. Oh yeah. They had right. children together, correct? Yeah, I think he had two children. Sam Jr. Um, was it Sam Jr.? I think that was named Sam Jr., something like that. So now you've been in Star Trek yourself. Tell us a little bit about you, Mr. Charles. Well, it's very interesting. I went to the auditions for someone of another race, for a white boy, actually, I should say, it, uh, to do the part. And um, someone told me about the audition. I knew, I knew the, the wife of the executive producer. I told her I was an actor. She said, well, my husband auditioned this part just to see people, not a part, just to see people at Star Trek. So I said, oh, I'll go there. I just want to go see, so they can see me as an actor. Simple, not to cast me that particular day. They have to have final callbacks for this role in this, this Star Trek: The Next Generation of co-starring roles. As a matter of fact, I went to the audition. Now I was the only African American at the audition. I evidently I wore them out. <laughs> oh my I, gosh! I got the guest starring spot. So my episode is called "Where Silence Has Least." You'll see me there. I'm the sacrificial lamb who's driving the ship of a couple episodes of the show. With silence at least, that's an episode. That's amazing. Wow. And then another thing I noticed. The fact was fantastic. So how was it working with uh, with uh, the captain and, 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 the, and the crew? Well, I knew, um, uh, what's the name? We worked together in New York City before. Um, Patrick? No, 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 no. Um, what's the child's name? Um Came his name. We worked together in New York City before we came here, so he got Star Trek after we worked together. So it was nice to work with him again. He's played Rucker, Rick, what's character name? Rick Racker, Racker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. I did Star Trek, yeah. So we had some fun on set as well. Well, you know, I, I I'm noticing. You know, I've noticed that you've also uh, Loretta Devine is also a a great I guess staff member reporter. reporter. Tell us how, how it's what it's like working with Loretta. Once again, we go right back to your city in the, like, um, early 80s. We worked together at a place called the, um, Richard Allen Center Performing Arts. We worked in shows together then, so, and we worked also at the uh, Lincoln Center together as well, I think called Lily. So, I've known Loretta for a long time. So, just coming here and getting in touch with her in LA was a logical progressive for our relationship and our friendship. So, yeah, she supported us as well. Well, and I love Starletta before. I mean, I, I totally remember her being Whitney Houston's mother and waiting to exhale. And she was also in uh, uh, a couple of other, um, you know, movies. And she just she's always somebody's mother, and she's really and good so at. She's sweet. She's great really like that too. She really liked that. She really a sweet, sweet, sweetheart. She was Dream Girls too. Remember on Dream Girls, she was a Lorelle and Dream Girls. That was a big part. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I totally remember her and. 
she's yeah. she's just amazing. And so you're doing some amazing things. Now you're you have of course it's a non profit. How would someone be able to get in touch with you so that they considered wanting to come on board as a funder? We're always having fundraisers all year long. You go to PayPal.org, click on our link, PayPal link. We also have um, a GoFundMe link as well. So we're always doing programs with the kids. So we're always uh, uh, soliciting funds to support the work we do with the kids all year long. So, yes, PayPal.org and click on the donation link on the bottom of the webpage. You can always donate there. And, of course, we're at 973 43rd Street. That's wonderful. And then, um, so last couple questions. Um, so, you know, they can go to the website and, and donate. Now, what is the schedule for your program? Is it a summer thing? Is it all throughout the school year? Is it an after-school thing? It's How does all, that work? Yes, it's exclusively the summer program. Twelve weeks okay. in the summer. It's intensified Shakespeare. Twelve weeks intensified Shakespeare for the kids. It goes usually from July, the first week in July, until just about the Labor Day. With a culmination event just before Labor Day, and they go on a field trip before Labor Day as well. Wow. Okay, so it's That's a summer been program. That's been for years or so. We think about going longer. We get more funding. We go, you know, help the kids year-round because they need it after school. But it's just so expensive, so difficult to get teachers, you know, it's, it's a commitment. And you need more than just volunteers for that sort of thing. Right, right. Well, you know, if you guys can just go to the go to the website, guys, if you're interested in, you know, donating, playlist.org, and click on there and, and, and donate via PayPal, that would be awesome. We love programs like this. We love interviewing people like you, Charles. We look forward to having you back in the Huffington Post as well as in our other news mediums and on the radio show. We're so happy that you decided to interview with us today. We look forward to talking to you again. Let me just say, let me make sure you know this. Just in case there's a problem anywhere, our phone number is, of course, usable, 213-359-4500 for donation and everything as well. It's perfect, perfect, perfect for pay left. Well, Charles, God bless you. You are doing some amazing things. We're so happy to have met you. We're so glad to be working with you. And, you know, we look forward to having you back on the radio show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you and your audience, okay? Thank you so much, Charles. We'll look forward to talking to you again really soon. Yes, ma'am. Have a wonderful day, folks. This is Kimberly Jessica reporting in live today from Hollywood, California for the Huffington Post. We had the pleasure of chatting it up with Mr. Charles. Douglas from Caleb.org, and he is doing some fascinating things with the youth in the community, and we just look forward to working with him and, and learning more about his organization. Thank you so much, Charles, and we look forward to having you back again really soon. Thank you so much. Have a great day, sir. You too now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.